0: It's the Flyers Forecast with Steve Jaco and Craig Forsyth, taking a look at your Flyers week ahead. Hello, people of Philadelphia, surrounding areas, wherever Flyers fans may be located. Welcome back to the Flyers Forecast. I am Steve Jaco. This is Craig Forsythe. And we're here to talk about the Philadelphia Flyers week ahead for the week of January 6th. And I believe this is our first forecast, our first podcast at all of the new year, our first podcast of 2020. So happy new year, Craig.
1: Uh, happy new year to you too, Steve. Uh, not happy new year to the Flyers though, is going to be my opinion. No,
0: no, they they had maybe one of the most disgraceful New Year's Eve eaves this side of delco
1: yeah it's been it's been not cool it's been real not cool by them for the last uh couple games here it's been a pretty shitty road trip and uh yeah we've still got one more game on it but not looking forward to it they no. just want i think the flyers just need to play in philly from here on out
0: yeah bad things happen when you leave philly
1: it's yeah, general <laughs> it's just rule. that
0: much the charlie kelly rule uh, i think kurt <laughs> tweeted that out the other day and it's it's true it's true. Bad it things happen yeah. when you leave Philly. And the Flyers just can't play outside of Philly, especially on the West Coast. Their goaltenders just, they don't like it. They need that home cooking. They need roast pork sandwiches.
1: Yeah, I need, need a little bit of that whiz and meat. And that's, uh, I guess, that you know, cheese, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what they need, Steve. I, I don't know why these goalies suck on the road. I don't know what happens. Broccoli Rob. Broccoli, yeah. Yeah, that, that too. Although yeah. that made me think of The Office, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, the goaltending has sucked, and that, of course, has helped the uh, the PK to take a hit on this road trip as well, and then uh, haven't really been, you know, they haven't, haven't been playing well, obviously, and uh, now they're losing a defenseman for the foreseeable future, so... And a bunch of tough games coming up, so I, I I don't know what to say about this week, Steve. I feel like it's only going to get worse, and then they're going to really bottom out over the weekend and hopefully uh, start turning things around.
0: An optimistic forecast. A today. very
1: exciting next couple minutes, yeah, <laughs> as we break down what I think will be a very painful week. But, however, yeah. that uh, usually when I think something painful is going to happen with this team, they turn around and have, like, 7 nothing once. So, who knows? We'll see.
0: Who knows? There's no way to tell with this team, and this... Flyers team is currently sitting at 22, 15 and five with a plus four goal differential, and they're they're in a a playoff spot now, right now, but just yeah. barely, and well, not, not quite in a playoff spot, but yeah, kind of.
1: like if the playoffs started today, my favorite saying, um, they would not be in the postseason, but they have the same record as the Panthers. They just have two less regulation wins, regulation overtime wins, so they. If it came down to it, they wouldn't have a playoff spot. But they're they're still right there. I mean, they were in a spot last week, and now it's not good that they're starting to be on the outside looking in. But again, I, I this road trip was just a road trip from hell. So I'm thinking uh, they turn it around pretty quick.
0: Once they get those sweet Wawa coffees back in their hands. Yeah, so.
1: once, you know, once they get home and have some uh, water ice and then just put it all past them. So.
0: Yeah, that's all it takes, a little water ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get some soft pretzels from a guy in Roosevelt Boulevard. That you know, it's it's pretty questionable how he got them in those brown paper bag. But you're gonna eat them, and they're gonna be damn good. We've all had those pretzels, right? I mean, everyone. We've all had those pretzels, okay. and, yeah. and they're delicious. After... They shouldn't be, but <laughs> they're they're
1: so good. I don't I don't know what he does illegally to them, but they're the best. It's um, myth. The stats wise, fires middle of the pack in uh, goals per game, fifteenth in the league. Dropping a little bit in goals against per game, they're tenth. Uh, power plays still middle of the pack, and then the stat that's killing me right now, and is a result from this road trip, is uh, they are now 16th with an 80.9 penalty kill, and that is thanks to going four and nine, killing four out of the possible nine power plays they had to kill over the last three games of the trip, including going 0 for four in the Kings and the Knights game. The Kings got three power plays on Tuesday. Scored on all three chances, and the Knights had one power play on Thursday and scored on that chance as well. So, when you have ga- games where you get multiple penalty kills and you don't successfully kill any of them, your your numbers are going to take a dip. So that's, for me, that's the most upsetting thing. And obviously, I think the PK is going to hurt a little more now because Justin Brown's out for a couple weeks. He is out with a tweaked groin, even though I put ground in the outline, uh, and he is out against the Hurricanes <laughs> later tonight. Close a, enough. Apparently, will not be back until after the All Star break, and the, the Flyers' first game after the All Star break is January thirty first against the Penguins. Not, not the prettiest player out there when he's playing. Uh, n- not the not the most fun thing to watch. Just playing, you know, hard nose defense. But I he does he has had an, a defensive impact on the team whenever he's out on the ice. They see a lot less shot attempts against, and they have a lot less quality chances against. Uh, so I think. His absence will hurt that a little bit, and especially with the way the goalies have been playing out west, I don't know if that's good news. But I guess we'll, I guess we'll see how it goes.
0: Yeah, I guess we'll see. And the injury bug—it hasn't been kind to the Flyers this year. It may uh, be no. not as bad as the Eagles, but it's—it hasn't been great. And this just doesn't come at a good time right now. The Flyers are really struggling. We really are hoping they'll regroup back on the East Coast, and this just doesn't help.
1: Yeah, and, and I think honestly, uh, the the one thing people will jump to is it means Hags gonna have to play a string of games here, which it is not great. But also Myers always being in the lineup every game uh, during this stretch. I like Myers a lot, but he has been playing kind of really? uh, so, Something with his like, I, yeah, I don't know what it is. He just his hockey IQ at times is just kind of I, I don't know what he's thinking, and he just kind of takes really high like, risky plays when he doesn't need to and it results in a turnover or something. So I, if he's able to iron that out and kind of figure out when he needs to be aggressive, I, I think he's going to be really good, but he's just he's really fighting that right now. And then um, the lines, and then the lines of practice today were uh, A.V. switching them up because, you know, uh, Drew, Katori, and Konechny is the top line. J.V.R., Hayes, N.A.K. is the second line, which um, I like that top six a lot. Pitlick, Raffle, Voracek on the third line, Lawton, Vorobiev, Ferriby on the fourth line. We did not have a fly purpley last week due to me, Steve, but I would like to point out that this lineup right here is a perfect example of why I think Frost still needs to be up with the team. I think there's an argument to be made that he needs to be sent down, but Pitlick, Frost, Voracek, Lawton, Raffle, Faraby sounds a lot better of a bottom six to me, and paired with that top six... I like that lineup really really well. I like that lineup. Yeah, a that
0: lot. that bottom six is weird right now.
1: Real weird. Um yeah. real weird. And I just and, goofy. And Fairby is somebody who I hasn't really been driving play, but he still has been creating offense. I feel like every every game he has two or three passes that just come out of nowhere and set up a, a great cross size chance and uh for him the I mean he's gonna be trying to do that with Ruby Evan Lawton now, so I don't I don't really see that working out. And honestly I don't think Pitlick's fine, but I just don't well, – he shouldn't be in the top nine. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's whatever. I don't know. Uh, they – I mean, do you want to talk about these games? you want to talk about these people they're about to play? Cause oh, it's let's not, it's, talk
0: yeah. about these games starting on Tuesday. We're well, probably listening to this on Tuesday, I imagine. But yeah. Yeah. Tuesday, they come back east, but you know they're still on the road playing – In Carolina. Which Carolina? There's no way to tell. Absolutely no
1: way. Yeah, We'll say right on the state lines of north and south. Flip
0: a coin and you're where the Hurricanes play in Carolina. But (laughs) (laughs) they're playing the Hurricanes 7 p.m. on NBC Sports Philly. And uh, the Hurricanes, pretty good. Uh, I wouldn't say significantly better than the Flyers on the season thus far. But uh, it's still a tough challenge and it's a tough road game, especially coming off of that West Coast trip that the Flyers
1: have. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I think this year uh, they seem to be built like the same type of team they've been built uh, like for the last couple of years, the Hurricanes. they very strong puck possession team. It relies all about actually scoring and getting saves for them. And this year, after getting a pretty good season for Peter Morazic, uh, not quite the same, which uh, as two fans of a team that previously had Peter Morazic, sounds about right. Sounds like he was going to uh, kind of let you down this year. A uh, he... little regression, little, a little, you know,
0: a little bit... more like, you know, kind of falling back to the mean.
1: Yeah, going back to where he uh, where he should probably be in terms oh, of wow. NHL goalies. <laughs> uh, he is 16, 10 and two with a 901 save percentage and 2.74 GAA. He also I mean, and the fire should be getting him. The Hurricanes have off tonight, Monday, and then they also have off Wednesday and Thursday yet again. Another nice little soft patch in the schedule. Uh, they've also, the Hurricanes have also lost their straight and five of their last seven. So the Flyers seem to be getting them at a down time, but the Hurricanes, like I said, are just ridiculous when it comes to controlling the puck and driving play. First in the league in course, you four, uh, shot attempts, four percentage uh, with uh, 55.24, and then their fifth in expected goals, four percentage. Uh, and in terms of uh, shot attempts percentage, they generate the fourth amount of chances and they limit they're the best team at depressing uh, shot attempts against. So it really, it's going to be a tough game for the flyers on Tuesday. And uh, there's uh, looking at their defense. I mean, well, Sebastian Ajo has a team high 23 goals in 42 games. He's having a ridiculous season. Uh, Svetlakov and Tara Vinen are both having insane seasons. Uh, they both have 41 points as well. Svetlakov, we know is having a, a ridiculous season because he's already scored that lacrosse goal twice, and nobody else has done that ever. So that's a pretty good indication, you know what you're doing out there. And then, not too shabby. Yeah, no, it's all right, I guess. And then the Dougie Hamilton-Jacob Slavin pair is maybe the best pair in hockey right now. I think it's oh, either wow. them or Ryan Ellis or Roman Yossi. And uh, I, I mean, I'm putting out a sincere wow. I think that's it. I think that's a, they're doing pretty good. Uh, they are one of four players, that, four pairs that have played over 600 minutes or more at 5-on-5, five and their 59.17 shot times 4 percentage and 57.89 expected goals 4 percentage are the best out of those four pairs. And also, if you drop it down to the 12 pairs that have played 500 minutes or more, they still have the best numbers there as well. So they're playing more than most pairs in the entire league, and they're also still driving play and dominating uh, puck possession as well or better than most pairs in the league. So that pair needs to get away from the Drew Katori connecting line tomorrow or JVR Hayes and NAK need to go off. That's kind of what we're, we're hoping for here. Uh, and the only other thing on Carolina's defense was I was looking at Jake Gardner's numbers. Cause I remember I wanted to sign him in the off season. He's doing fine in terms of uh, making sure the ice is tilted in the hurricanes favor. But he's just had a really unlucky season. It kind of looks like to me like the Shane Gossespierre season of 2016-17 where he was doing a lot, of things right, a lot of things right, and the puck wanted to go in for the Flyers when he was on the ice, and he couldn't get a save to save his life. So he's played over 500 minutes of 5-5, five and, five, and he's got the lowest goals, 4 percentage, and the lowest PDO, which is a stat that indicates luck. Uh, you want to be at 100 to break even. Anything less than that. Is unlucky. Anything more than that, you're getting a little bit of luck. Usually, doesn't vary more than a point, and uh, Garner's at ninety-four point one. So he's uh, he's having uh, not not the best luck out there for him, but still playing a okay. I feel like that's just the Hurricanes the last couple of years. Steve is like they they do pretty well in terms of controlling play and always having the puck, but they can't just can't get a save or they just can't put the puck in the net. So I imagine as a Hurricanes fan, that's gonna be annoying as shit. Yeah, yeah. It's just not not a lot of fun. But well,
0: uh, I, I wouldn't say
1: so. Uh, I mean, you think the road woes uh, continue tonight, tomorrow night? I, I think I think it's the West Coast.
0: I think it's the West Coast. I think they just don't like the way the, the sun sets later. They can't get used to the time change. It's just AV, Big Al can't get them used to... He's just not putting these guys to bed on time. It's that simple. Yeah,
1: They're still on it East Coast time. To.
0: It's all it comes down to. fire <laughs> 6-1.
1: They, they're all. They all just want to go see that Hollywood sign. That's all it is. They, every single day, they try to drive out there. And Navy was like, "Guys, we got games. You can We got to reel it in here. Bring it back."
0: Carter Hart's just going to the Walk of Fame, just identifying. Uh, <laughs> I guess very young celebrities because he's Bri- him and Brian Elliott are going out, and Brian Elliott's like looking at all the uh, original Star Wars guys, and <laughs> Carter Hart's oh, looking at all the prequel and like new Star Wars guys, and Brian Elliott's like kids these days. Let me tell you. He's like, they got
1: better with age. you see that? Everybody see that? I'm getting better. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm like a fine wine here, folks.
1: <laughs> Another goal, 35 seconds in. But
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I, well, the Flyers, do- oh, sorry. Were you continuing oh, the hurricane stock?
1: Oh, well, I was going to say, the. Uh, I. I've, they've won both the games against the Hurricanes this year, but the first one, they got massively outplayed. I feel like we might be seeing that one because it sounds like the Hurricanes are going to come out... Uh, little more desperate than usual as well because they haven't been uh they haven't been racking up points so but uh two shitty
0: teams two one leaves teams. with points maybe two leave with points no, loser point <laughs> absolutely oh no there's actually a couple ways this could play out never mind <laughs> yeah, the stakes we'll are not out. that high
1: <laughs> life and death for this january hockey game get ready
0: <laughs> and speaking of getting ready get ready for all your moderately rowdy friends to come over wednesday night <laughs> rivalry night as the flyers take on their noted rivals the washington capitals Come on, rivals because ready. they're three hours down i-95
1: <laughs> just a small drive down the i-95 you're pretty much in dc you know and that's the way they're going to market this game i'm going to say this not looking forward to this game no, no uh the caps look uh look cup yet again and uh, they are first in the NHL at 29, 9, and 5. Haven't lost 10 games in regulation yet. It's the Jeez. year 2020. Fuck this team. Uh, they're plus 26 goal differential, fourth in goals per game, tie for 10th in uh, goals against per game, and uh, top 10 team in terms of uh, puck possession. They, the Flyers actually do get a schedule break here. Uh, this, the game on Wednesday so will be the Caps' second game in the back-to-back. Unfortunately, their first game is against Ottawa in DC. What that means, based- <laughs> also
0: the Flyers' second game in a back-to-back.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it doesn't really uh, doesn't really benefit them, but you completely know, negated. <laughs> yeah, so that, that that sounds about right. Yeah, um, and I honestly I don't know which goalie the Flyers are going to face now because S- Ilya Samsonov's had a better season than Holpe, but Holpe is still being used as a starter. I feel like if you had to worry about games against the Senators and Flyers. I would still hope the Flyers would get your better goalie, which I think to the Caps is still Holpi. So I think we're going to see Holpi on Wednesday, which in a way might be a break because he's got a 902 save percentage this year, almost a that's 3. good. gaa, that's uh, good. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, that's so. Hopefully, he becomes the uh, the Holtby. He just stays this way and doesn't return to. His old form, but uh, he is probably. But it's only
0: Samsonov. If it's Samsonov, what's he got?
1: He is. Uh, Samsonov is uh, 11 2 1, 9 18 percentage. And then uh, was that a. Uh... That's bad. Yeah, it's not good. It's not great. Well, but, you know. So hopefully he is just going up against the Senators. And then hopefully, I, I, don't, I don't even know. Hopefully, and the Caps talked about uh, discussing his new contract after the season ended. So that might be a thing that is. Maybe that's weighing on him this year. I doubt it is. I don't know. Way but to go, Bridden. He just doesn't look uh he just doesn't look like himself. Uh, not quite himself, I guess.
0: But, that was actually the Caps going like they they had Samson off in the wings and they're just like Yeah, yeah we'll talk about it later. right, right <laughs> after the season.
1: <laughs> hey, I mean I, they did kind of do it with trots, so maybe they will do it to the goalie that, you know, gave him the save and won a cup. But we'll we'll find out. But the caps, yeah, they're Fucking good. I mean they're gonna it's gonna be a real nightmare on one say this game. And I'm I'm kinda upset to keep putting these games in prime time because I feel like it's gonna look like the first game, which was just the caps pretty much suffocating the Flyers defensively and it's gonna be a real low scoring affair. But uh John Carlson too, I think is the story of uh cap season so far. Currently tenth in the NHL in scoring. And then he also leads all defensemen with 52 points, which is eight more than Roman Yosi. And Roman Yosi hates him even more because Carlson leads the all defensemen with 39 assists and Yosi is second with 30. Uh, he's also one of four D-men with 13 goals already. I mean, John Carlson's been a guy that I think has been... I think he's been good enough where he's been kind of bordering on elite to elite. I kind of wonder if... This is the season that pushes him into the elite category, even though he isn't, I guess, as uh, effective defensively as he would maybe want. But he still is quarterbacking a pretty good power play and uh, is putting up numbers like this. So he is going to be a real problem on Wednesday. And uh going to see Goudis again. He's having a fine season. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's the Caps. It's it's just not gonna be I feel like it's gonna be a bad game. And it sucks that this is the first game that happens after the road trip is a the second end of a back to back where you're coming home and playing this team. So
0: And every Caps game, there's always a moment where I feel like every time the Caps play the Flyers, there is a moment, especially on the Wednesday night rivalry night, uh, when ovechkin scores and doc emrick loses his shit <laughs> ovechkin scores like he just yeah, loses so it because ovi, and the thing is like ovi does have that overwhelming slap shot that is just, it, it, it's just it's a bonkers. sexy slap shot we can all admit it
1: yeah it, it's that not, slap shot fucks yeah it, it really does and i mean it doesn't matter how much you know that snapshot's shot's coming like the the you can't really stop it, and with the way Scar! the defense looked... <laughs> the defense has looked recently, <laughs> a drive, a drive, I just want to go. Oh, it did go. All right. Uh, the Washington
0: the... Hockey Capitals <laughs> have come here today to play a game, a puck on a frozen pond.
1: He's no Roberto Clemente, but Alex Ovechkin. Drive. Uh, I will say. This is, I think this is where the Braun injury might hurt a lot because if there was one person on the defense I would expect to drop down in front of an Avechkin shot on the penalty kill, it would be Justin Braun. And now they're not going to have the benefit his services on the penalty kill. And, uh, yeah, we know what the Cavs' power play can do thanks to avechkin. So now that they got that, uh, they will be at home, though. So I think that means Carter Hart will remember how to play hockey. So we have that going for us. Like, that will be a I big don't... help.
0: What is it? Like, can Carter Hart only get served I, beers in Philadelphia? I
1: don't... I really... I wish I knew. I just don't get what these... I don't get what the home road splits are. I'm still... I'm sticking to the thing we were talking about before the show. Like, and we mentioned before, it's just... There's got to be something with... He's gotten used to the sight lines or something at the Wells Fargo Center, and then he's just the not lighting. used to it. Yeah. Like, he's just not used to it. everywhere. I really don't know what it is. Let's it's get the dock visor. Yeah, yeah, just do that. Yeah. Just Everybody should now.
0: have the dock visor. Everybody.
1: I wonder. Yeah, I mean that will look pretty cool though, like a goalie mask with the uh, the visor through the uh, through the uh, the front of the mask. Like oh the yeah, mark on the front of the mask.
0: Be super badass.
1: Yeah, he should just do that. He should do that and then get a bunch of Brian Dawkins quotes all over his helmet, just a bunch of, like, "dog, doggone going to kill him, like stuff like that. You know, like how Brian Dawkins used to always say the weirdest stuff.
0: <laughs> He's already got carnage on his mask. You might as well just put Wolverine claws on.
1: Yeah, it's just, you're already halfway there. Just finish off yeah. the job already. Yeah. Uh, and then the week gets even better because uh, a team the Flyers may have had an advantage against earlier in the season playing. Uh, picked up steam, gotten pretty hot recently, the Tampa Bay Lightning will be coming into town on Saturday for a 7 p.m. meeting. Here is on. my
0: surprised face that the Lightning have gotten hot oh. and come back in the season. <laughs> yeah. I am shocked by this. Wow,
1: Kucherov, Point, and Stamkos figured out their shit? You're kidding. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and uh, to speak to how well they've been playing, they are on a seven-game win streak, and they've won. They've gotten points in nine out of their last ten, and since the start of December, they are 12-4-1, and second in the two most important play-driving statistics. So, the Lightning are back, uh, and looking at standings, it seems as though the Leafs are back as well. But we don't need to worry about that right now. We need to worry about the Lightning, who are 24-13-4, yeah. plus 22 goal differential, third in goals per game, middle of the pack in goals against per game, but they also have the second-ranked power play and eighth, eighth rank penalty kill. So. It could be hard to beat them at 5-on-5, five five, and it looks like there's not going to be any advantage, if not a disadvantage, on special teams. Uh, so yay! Excited. Very excited for this, this string of games going up here. Who right. In uh, Tampa, Tampa Bay, uh, their game on Saturday is the first game of a back-to-back. Unfortunately, like the Cavs back-to-back as well. It's against a non-NHL team. They play the Devils on Sunday. So, I mean, the Flyers are probably going to get Vasilevsky there. And then the Devils will get, um, they'll get McElhaney, Vasilevsky, By terrific. the way, terrific, just great. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Vasilevsky hasn't really been himself this year, but uh, still, 1992, 9 two, nine eleven save percentage, two point seven seven GAA. Uh, and speaking of not being themselves, Nikita Kucherov's being a real bum this year. He's only got forty five points in forty games. You know, fourteen goals to forty games. I'd fucking get that guy off my roster immediately. And then Brayden Point leads the team with seventeen goals. And the Lightning have three of the 45 players in the league who currently have 16 goals or more. The the one thing I recognize about them on defense is Victor Hedman is fourth in the uh, in the, uh, the hockey's answer to the war stat. He's got 2.3, and that's the fourth best among blue liners. So, so they're uh, lousy. They suck. Yeah, so pretty much uh, getting them when they're down. A lot of people are sucking for them. Uh, actually, I, w- I will say uh, they will be without Ryan McDonough which also uh, allowed Braden Coburn to work his way back into the lineup. He was used a lot regularly earlier in the season, and then I believe he has become their seventh D-man over time. And then with the McDonough injury on Saturday, he has now worked back into being a third-parent guy. So we'll get to, I think we'll get to see Braden Coburn on Saturday if McDonough is not back. So we have that to look forward to, but that's about it. And uh, I, I think this could be another painful loss I, I really think this losing streak might get worse here <laughs> we might we might be seeing six before it gets any better terrific yeah yeah it's a good time it's a good time to be a fan I'm, well the good thing is everybody is handling this very well uh they're not questioning everything the team has done before this and they're not considering the home in a waste but it's good everybody's everybody's real cool about it nobody's worried well, about
0: it you know what peter Laviolette just became available. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so let's uh, so fire AV. Yeah, make, let's just
0: start this up right now. Yeah. Big Al out for Big Pete.
1: Get, get some Big P in there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, uh, oh. This is like
0: PG 13. And then you might, an R rating.
1: <laughs> you make Mike Yo, you might make, uh, Mike Yo the uh, full time coach. And then you let Michelle Terry and fire Peter LaViolette. And then we just have Mike Yo and Michelle Terry behind the bench. You're oh, perfect. And Lappy. And Lappy. Yeah.
0: Lappy for head coach. Actually, that's where I'm at. Lappy, Mike Yo. I can't. Oh god, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts so much. So, how do you think the goalies are playing out this week? Which, I mean, so does it doesn't really I... matter at this point after that road trip. Because uh, look, I... I love you, Carter Hart, but dude, you the home road splits are insane. They're completely yeah. absurd.
1: I, I think so because I, I would just say Elliot on. <laughs> I want to say Elliot on Tuesday, and then. In... Carter Hart on Wednesday, solely based on road and home splits, and then Carter Hart again on Saturday. Now that they're back home, I'm always going to lean towards Carter Hart, but even before the road trip, I think we said something like, I don't know which one I want to lean towards starting, and it's unfortunately, it's played out over this trip. So I'm thinking thinking Elliott on Tuesday, Hart on Wednesday, and... I mean, I think it's going to be a hell of a game either way if Hart or Elliott start that, that Caps game, but I'm going to say Hart on one
0: Just to reiterate how ridiculous these splits are. At home, Carter Hart, 149 GAA, 947 save percentage.
1: <laughs> 947.
0: On the road, 4.01 GAA, 850 save percentage.
1: I, I mean, and Kurt, unfortunately, Kurt wrote something for the website, and he it bared it all out. It is unfortunate. He, yeah, and it uh, pretty much the the team isn't playing any differently at home or on the road, so it is more or less just the guys in net. And it to me, watching, I feel like some of the chances are a little more dangerous on the road. I feel like the Flyers are a little more leaky on the road, but that there's still been some pretty bad goals on. Aren't hard to over this road. And even Elliot. I mean, Elliot won that. Elliot had a really good game against the Ducks. That was probably the best goal performance on the road trip. But still, that goal 35 seconds in was pretty leaky. And it we're lucky it wasn't more damning goal for being 35 seconds in.
0: Elliot is definitely the king of a leaky goal and then just battening and, down the hatches.
1: Yeah. Just watching a goal go in and be like, oh, yeah, fuck, this is a game. And then just figuring it out. He's got to, yeah. Uh, speaking of really batting down the hatches, he was my Player of the Week last week, baby. And uh, you want to read off the stats? But you put that in the outline.
0: <laughs> yes, and we agreed upon this beforehand because we, yeah, yeah. we were thinking about putting the whole stat line for the last couple of games and all that, and we just decided the best, uh, you know, really summary of Brian Elliott's last couple of games is dog shit.
1: Yeah, I just put yeah, yeah, just dog shit. You, you wanted to do the actual work and figure out how much he he's done. And I was like, eh, I don't think he deserves that. Just put dog shit.
0: <laughs> I don't think he <laughs> deserves that.
1: I don't think he deserves you taking time and energy to see how as well, well. It wasn't good. The,
0: the goaltending was absolutely horrible. So it did not quite meet the player of the week standards that we have set here. Our, our very strict professional player of the week's
1: very, <laughs> standards. So that's a professional. Very professional.
0: Very professional. Yeah. Uh, I picked Travis Konechny, the jerk store himself, and he did all right. One goal, one assist in three games. Nothing, nothing great, but uh, he got on the scoreboard. So cool, cool beans. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm very unhappy with this team after this road trip. It was just I, an it's abysmal like cool road beans. trip. Cool beans. How do you sell uh, off the Flyers right now? Cool beans.
1: Yeah, cool Nito. That's yeah. Nito burrito. Uh, by the way, bringing that back. Uh, they apparently we knew, we need to figure out where that Nito burrito is. I remember somebody tweeted at us, but. Uh,
0: I, I, keep well, track. this
1: week I'm feeling pretty good about my pick this week, Steve. Because either I'm gonna I'm gonna suck up all the Flyers' offense and they're not gonna score anything, or this guy should keep producing the way he is. Uh, so I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm picking Claude, going with the, the captain. And, all right, uh, good we'll pick. If, I like it. Yeah, we'll see if he earns a C or an A this week. I doubt it because it is Claude Drew, and um, I mean,
0: and no letters for that man. You know, yeah, I was gonna say no leadership, I, no heart.
1: I, I know next week when I ask you how he did you just you have to respond with he hasn't won a cup yet so i think that's the most important thing to emphasize here is he's now i want to stay on the cup folks so the has won a cup
0: point. probably worst uh, captain in flyers history
1: yeah did not just finish the decade with the fourth most amount of points while giving a fucking season with michael raffle on his line you know but that's <laughs> neither here nor there you know I, I
0: feel like we just need to get bill for a guest spot right for just the second to go michael raffle yeah <laughs> <laughs> Was Claude Drew's fucking winger? Like, just have him on for (laughs) for just just a minute to to yell yell about that.
1: Yeah, Bill can really drive home that point. We can't. I mean, when I can't
0: yell as well as Bill, I just can't.
1: But the good news is, uh, the Drew debates probably aren't going to stop anytime soon. So we'll get we'll we'll have time to line up with Bill, and he can come on and yell at people for us. We'll figure it out. Perfect, perfecto. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I'm gonna go with Sean Couturier. Couturier as his name is uh, spelled by much of Flyers Twitter. But uh, Sean Couturier, I mean, you know, I think we went with a couple slam dunks this week because we, I think the big thing is the Flyers need these guys to have good weeks in order to succeed. Like, this is one of those weeks that with the depth issues right now, with Morgan Frost in the minors for OBS, uh, for whatever reason, yeah. It's just, whatever. The Flyers don't really have that much depth. They need their top six to really produce. And, you know, when you've got Couturier, Giroux, and Connecti playing together, you need those guys to step up and and throw some points on the board.
1: Uh, and they uh, they have to. I mean, hopefully they will. And I think, I think this week, too, we should... I'm interested by the JVR-Hayes-NAK line. I thought they played pretty well when they were put together originally. I think NAK... I think Nak could do really well in a top six spot, and I want to see it. And this is the time for him to make some noise, especially the these next two games, the back to backs against the third back to back against the Hurricanes and Caps.
0: I feel like this is really we we got to find out Kevin Hayes' middle name, and just start calling him three letters by that to really oh, yeah. meld with yeah. this line uh, properly.
1: No. I mean, well, we have the internet, right? We're doing this on the internet. Let me look it up. We'll do it right now.
0: We'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck, it. Um, Fuck it. Do it live. This is a very profane podcast today.
1: Kevin Borst. Patrick Hayes. Oh, all right.
0: KPH.
1: KPH. There you go. JBR KPH NAK.
0: All right, there we go. The three letters line.
1: There you go. All right.
0: All right. Well, so we need either we need either the top line, the you know, I'll just call them the G unit for now, even though I've called other lines that. Oh man. Uh, or we need the three letters line to come together and. And really do it up. Do you, so, uh,
1: do you think Gina is going to start popping them goals? <laughs>
0: That's what I'm hoping for.
1: Do you think they're going to stunt 187 goals into the back of the net this week? Because that would be ideal. Oh. I I don't want to keep... I could probably write off a couple more. <laughs>
0: you could. And I think you should do a couple more and then we'll, we'll call it I, a night. Hold
1: on. There was... Uh, well, Candy Shop was just 50, I think. I don't think there was Gina. Um, <laughs> if we're getting technical. Uh... You know what? Maybe I can't. I'm thinking of too much of 50 cents and a Young Bucks individual work. This is going to become a whole thing, Steve. I can't do this. This is too much pressure.
0: <laughs> too much pressure on you. Too okay, I understand. I understand. Cracking under the pressure. Thank Typical you Craig Forsyth right
1: here. Yep. That's that's the highest compliment you could give me, and I appreciate that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, folks, that's all we got for you on the forecast this week. If you have any feedback for us, the best place is on Twitter. You can reach Craig at Sports Are Bad and Boy, are sports bad.
1: Oh, yeah, they're terrible right now. I'm not working on a single thing. Uh, I'm not going to work on a single thing until this team wins another game. That's my stance. I haven't told Steph yet, so I don't know how that's going to work out. We'll find out.
0: As long as you tell that to Elaine Vigneault, Big Al in the ass crew, as long <laughs> as you tell it to those guys and they tell it to the team to properly motivate them, that's all that matters.
1: Yeah, and they're going to be like, whoa, no perps this week? All right. We've got to score some you, goals, I guess. Huh?
0: What are you guys, bunch of assholes? We are <laughs> paying a lot of money for perbs coming every now, week. And... I will say, okay, so
1: I've been saying the Igor's and Mula thing. I am going to work on this, that this week. Uh, I'm probably going to do... I want to do a couple 2 o'clock numbers this week as well. And then um, we'll have fly later in the week. And, yes. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. The, yeah, the Igor's Mula thing is pretty much just when I I'm gonna start working on that when I can't think of anything else to write. So hopefully this week I keep thinking of things to write. <laughs> so there you go.
0: That's the great hope
1: right there. Yeah, that's a good that's the sound of a good writer right there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you can follow me at Flyperboli or at Esteban. for hockey purposes. Make it fly purply. Make it fly burply. Also, be sure to follow BSH Radio and Broad Street hockey. Like, subscribe, all that great stuff, rate, you know, whatever you got to do. Whatever you got to do. Broad Street Hockey, pumping out that tangy tent for y'all. So we'll have a flyperbole for you later this week. I think PSH Radio is back this week. All that so. good stuff laid out there for you guys. That's all we got. And until next time, good night and good hockey.